Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everybody, welcome back to Happy Hour. This week's episode is amazing for you guys. Let me just say, I am so freaking excited to have Brooke on my podcast. This is just so full circle. We'll say this later on, but since I started off as Gals on the Go on their podcast, I just got super inspired and then that's how I made my own. So this is just such a special episode, but before we get into it, I wanted to introduce a sponsor of today's show. You guys already know this show is brought to you by Cash App. App, the number one finance app in the app store. Cash App has a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. Whether you owe a friend for a bet you lost or just want to pay someone back, Cash App is the app to use. I will use it mostly for paying back someone for like a group dinner or paying back my roommate for utilities, etc, etc. But there's so many reasons that you would use Cash App. And Cash App also comes with a cash card, a free debit card that comes with booths, which are like instant rewards for shopping at places you already love. You'll get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and way more. It's literally like having credit card perks, but just packed into a free debit card, which is so amazing. So I'm so excited to be working with Cash App. You guys already know if you listened in the past, but they support one of my favorite organizations, the Jimmy Fund. And when you sign up for Cash App and use my promo code HAPPYHOUR, all caps, one word, not only will you instantly receive $10, like literally you will get $10 in Cash App, but it will also donate $10 to the Jimmy Fund, a charity that raises money for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for patients around the world. So I hope you'll consider downloading Cash App and using my promo code since we can fundraise so much money for the Jimmy Fund together. You'll get $10 to you, like I said before, and $10 towards defeating cancer, which I love. So again, you guys can use the promo code Happy Hour when you download Cash App from the App Store today. And now let's get into the episode. Woohoo! Hello, hello everyone. I'm today I am joined with Hi, I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun. This is like really full circle because we are sitting in this exact spot when I had my debut on Gals on the Go. This is so special. Yeah, that was a great episode. I can't believe that was so many months ago now. I know. It feels like yesterday. No. That was in like September of 2019 too. That was many months ago. That was so long ago. Yeah. But no, that was so fun and it really inspired me to start Happy Hour. So I'm so happy that I have Brooke joining me today, you guys. This is going to be a good episode, so buckle in. This is a juicy (laughs) one. You guys asked so many good questions. I wrote down some questions of my own because I'm curious. But yeah, this is just going to be the best episode ever. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So first, I just thought we could catch up a little bit because honestly, that's my favorite part. Me too. When you and I listen to you and Danielle oh, and you guys just you. talk about life and I was just listening to Danielle's casserole or no, not her. You guys were, you were saying that you had casseroles in your fridge. Danielle was talking about her green beans and then you were talking about your Costco membership. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just got a Costco membership. I haven't gone yet. I was just telling Gretchen, I was like, you want to go? We should go. I want to go. Have you... Like I don't you know go and you do like the little been. samples. Wait, you've never been to God. I've been Maybe to a, a Sam's Club. Oh, okay. That's like the similar thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like you do one or the other because it's okay. basically the same thing. But yeah. 
they have one in Medford, so it's like a Wait, little let's bit outside. Go. I'll yeah. have a whole vlog at Costco. <laughs> yeah. Costco, like little vlog haul. That'll be so fun. Oh, and you were saying you were gonna get socks. Seems like a great place to get socks. Yeah, it's a good place like a to bunch. stock up for like adult life in general. And yeah. I feel like the only problem is that the groceries and things are in such like large quantity, and you're yeah. like. And you I, like, just alone. don't have enough fridge. <laughs> yeah, or I live by myself, so, like... You buy, like, 80 things of mac and cheese. You're like, well, this will last yeah. me through 2021. <laughs> like, the 24-pack of muffins. I'm like, I need two. Like, <laughs> You're like, good. count me in. I'll get all the yeah. muffins. <laughs> we can split it. But, yeah, basically, we've been chilling in Boston, you guys, living our best lives. That's, like, literally my motto in Boston. I'm like, I'm just chilling, living my best life. Everyone's like, what are you up to? I, like, run into people post-grad, and they're like working in Boston I'm like oh you know I'm just doing like the whole social media thing vibing (laughs) I'm vibing I saw like a meme of that one time it was like when people ask me what I'm doing I'm just gonna say I'm vibing bro like I like remember for the longest time literally telling people oh I'm just like living my best life like chilling they're like okay so what does that mean yeah But yeah, me and Brooke see each other all the time at Soul Cycle. That's like our big you thing. You converted me. I'm so happy about that too. Gretchen dragged me. That what? That was back in like. I brought you September, to Sarah. Maybe? We sat in the second row. I forget like when it was. They remember the vlogs though. Yeah, that was a it bit was ago. So and good. I remember I was like, eh, I'll probably go like a little bit. And then I made the mistake of saying like, I'm not going to turn it into one of those soul cycle people. And here I am. Sorry that it's the only workout yeah. that actually keeps me going. Yeah. So. You drank the Kool-Aid, but it's I so did. worth it. Yeah. It's important it's to find something you like. Yeah. That's the thing. Because otherwise I feel like most workouts for me are like a challenge. Not not that it's not challenging, but a challenge to get there. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. go. Versus Soul Cycle, I'm like, I get to go to Soul Cycle today. Like yeah. I get so excited. Isn't yeah. that crazy? I know. I don't I've always told people I don't even think of it as a workout. And that just reminded me when you were like you have to motivate yourself to go to other workouts. And I feel like you have to continuously motivate yourself through the workout uh-huh. but in soul cycle you literally have a cheerleader like being yeah. so excited being like you can do it Brooke." the whole class you know so it makes it so that true. much easier and that much more fun it is but this isn't about soul cycle guys so <laughs> don't worry like i know soul. everyone's like, ears are bleeding they're like we're so over soul cycle. <laughs> yeah. but if you guys have something that you're really passionate about if it's like a workout or whatever you understand definitely because if you have something that you're really passionate about and that you love doing i'm sure you can't shut up about that either so that's all I'm saying. I feel that. But um, you guys know I always talk about what I'm happy about right now and just like a happy little fun quote. So we are going to bring Brooke into the happy hour podcast, <laughs> whatever we do. And I don't even know if I know what I'm happy about right now, but do you know what you're yeah, happy about Yeah, right I do. So I was trying to think and make this unique because I obviously listened to your podcast and I feel like everyone says... Not like the cliche things, because I'm so thankful, you know, friends, family, like yeah, whatever, that's what you, I YouTube friends, say. yeah, or like specific groups of friends or people in your life. But for me, what I've been really reflecting on recently is like my life and specifically like my lifestyle of like a lot of freedom right now post-grad, which mm-hmm. I know I feel very privileged to have because obviously not many people have it. Many people after the holidays, it's like back to very serious work and like here I am over here planning trips to see friends and family or just living my life on the go and I think it's a really confusing time post-grad but I feel like I'm I'm so privileged to have this time to like figure it out if that makes sense and I don't know I've been stressed lately but I'm trying to like channel those feelings into gratitude if that makes sense yeah oh I yeah love that. I feel like you talked about that on your show recently and I really like that you said freedom because I feel like that 
really ties in today's episode oh yeah really nicely oh and i got some questions you guys being like is brooke mad that like this is what you're making her talk about on the episode <laughs> oh, no but no we like came up with it together i thought i like texted you about it yeah I was like, oh, look, we can <laughs> and i feel like that is such a good idea because obviously you know what everyone is single at some point or another i was single for a while yeah like, everyone knows what it's like to be single a lot of people have been through relationships some people haven't some mm-hmm. people are in them right now some people aren't so i just thought that would be such a good idea and um, we are, in fact, in our 20s. <laughs> we are 22. We're both 22, so we know what it's like to be in our 20s. I guess in our young 20s, but yeah. it's still the 20s. Isn't that weird to think about? Like, by the time we're 28 or something or 29, we'll still be in our 20s. But it's yes. like such a different space of life. It is. Think about how different we'll be. I know, because think about how much you changed in the four years of college. Like, that yeah. four years to think, like, four years from now. Oh, my gosh. It yeah. It my brain. Yeah. I know. Weird, right? Okay. What is your happy quote right okay. now? Mine is also... It's like a... So, on our show, we do, like, a motivational quote. So, like, okay. I kind of did, like, a mix of, like, the both. But That's basically, good. this is another one, too, about getting going. It says, you're busy doubting yourself while some people are intimidated by your potential. I like that because... I think that we've all been in... I've noticed, like, going into 2020, it's been, like, a funk for some of us. 2020's low-key been weird. Yeah, It's been, like, a weird year so far. It has. And I think I've seen a lot of those things, like, oh, it's supposed to be New Year, New Me, but, like, I've been going through it right now or whatever it is. And I think that it's always, like, I deal with this a lot, the whole, like, self-doubt thing, or I feel like I'm not good enough, Mm -hmm. or they're, like, I can't... Not even, it might be like, I can't create the content I want to create, or I can't be my true self because mm-hmm. I'm scared, or whatever it is. And that I think reminds it- me so much of what you guys were talking about in your podcast and what we were talking about before this about like especially I feel like if you're like us and I'm very strong personality, like yeah. you feel like you have to like dial yourself back or mm-hmm. be less yourself around certain people because yep. you worry about how they'll perceive you, or like you said, you'll worry that they'll, I forget, you doubt yourself because. You were because they're intimidated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. they, like people can be intimidated by like how you are if they're insecure about it in themselves. Or, exactly, I don't know. and me it's and, a reflection of them and not you. Yeah, so you just remember that. Me but. and Brooke were talking about this. I feel like we're talking very vaguely right now. But if you're like Brooke and I and have like very strong personalities, exactly. Like sometimes around certain people, it can be intimidating to be like truly ourselves. And I've noticed that, and it makes me sad when I feel like I'm in a group of people, and I feel like I really have to dial it back, and then afterwards I'm, like, kind of sad and just feel weird. Yeah. Like, I feel like I can't be myself anymore, and I feel like that's, like, a good measure if you realize that's happening, like, They're just kind of, like... not your people, though. Yeah, like, reevaluating like, the situation, and that reminds me so much of when I was in my, like, last long relationship that was serious. I remember by the end, I was, like, I'm so unhappy. I feel like I can't even, like, be myself anymore, mm-hmm. so I feel like that's a good... And that's when you know it's time to pull the plug. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you always want to feel like you're being yourself, fully yourself, around your circle of people. Exactly. You know? I really like that. I don't know if that's exactly what that quote was going for, but that just reminds no, me of, like, it is. It what is. you're talking about. It's basically, like, yeah, we're going to eliminate like self-doubt, and we're going to remember, like, I had one of these moments today when I was, I don't know what else, I won't even tie it to SoulCycle, but I just, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't that to do <laughs> that, okay? I swear. But I was just walking around, okay. like, in the city, and I, I, like, had a moment of realization where I was like, I I really am awesome, you know? And oh, it's like, it sounds so, so cheesy cute. to say, but I haven't had one of those moments in a few that. weeks now, and I was like, I'm worth it. Like, I'm awesome. I'm, oh I don't gosh. even know. I'm going to have a tear. That is so, so cute. That is, that makes me so happy. 
Like, I'm so happy that you had that realization because I feel like this is different. But so many people are so freaking hard on themselves. Exactly. Like, especially girls. Maybe I'm biased because I am a girl. But to all the gals listening right now, like, everyone is so hard on themselves. Or I always, like, catch my mom or my sister or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Taylor, my best friend, is, like, like super women over here. And (laughs) girls are just so hard on themselves. And it's like, if only you could see yourself the way other people see you. Exactly. And you saying, I'm awesome. Like, that reminds me so much of me and Lucy talking about, like, it's so hard to say to yourself or look in the mirror and be like I'm beautiful but it's like you have to come to that and like love yourself and the whole thing wait I'm so happy that happened yes I love that for you (laughs) yeah it was just also like the gratitude thing too I feel like if you could tie everything back to like wow I'm so thankful like I can walk like I'm freely like just like the little things and I mean that's not so little I guess to some people that's their their biggest thing so yeah that's so crazy to think about too because it is so little for some people that are like in very good health and never have to worry about it. I think I was talking about this in my last episode how I'm grateful for my health because when you're really healthy and have no health issues, it's something that you don't think about mm-hmm. at all and you're not it's even true. grateful for it because you like forget about it. But then when you're dealing with health issues, it's something that you are like lacking so much and are so frustrated about and something that you think totally. about all the time. So it's like, I feel like I do that too. I just think about the little things. Like in the, in the beginning of Soul Cycle. <laughs> <laughs> or like yoga or whatever maybe yeah. a workout or like the beginning of the day it doesn't have to be a workout yeah but I just think about like I'm so lucky that I like literally every little thing that like I have two legs like God gave me two legs exactly for a you know your mom's mad at you and he's like God gave you two legs you go do the dishes like yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. like I feel like if you just can bring back it like bring it back to the small things and just think about all the little things that you're like happy about and grateful for you can think about like a lot like you really can 100 percent. i think i had one of those moments where i was like oh my gosh i'm over here being sad about the dumbest stuff when i have so much to be thankful for and like yeah wow whatever especially at our age we were on like the cusp of just life like we are still at the <laughs> yeah. beginning you know i know yeah, wow, we're having some deep talks over we here. <laughs> we're getting into it. It's all good. Oh I love that. We're going down the rabbit hole. But you guys, this is mostly going to be about, I guess, being single in your 20s with Brooke. But also, like, I feel like just individually, at, like, how you are in your okay. 20s yeah. and stuff like that. And there were some things for me, too. And I guess it's, like, a contrast because Brooke is single and I am in a relationship. But also remember that I haven't always been in a relationship. Like, I know very well <laughs> what it's born like to be in a relationship. Guys, I've been dating since the womb. No, but, like, I know what it's like to be single, too. Most people would know unless I, – I feel like there is those type of girls. There like, are. Growing up, like, in my yes. elementary school, <laughs> yes. this girl, I won't say her name, but she, like – had a boyfriend in like fifth grade and like she would have a boyfriend always and if they break always. up a week later like boom new boyfriend how do they find someone so fast i, I have so many questions they keep them on the <laughs> back burner <laughs> they do i know these people too and i think that it's it's a personality thing i think okay you know, i'm happy it's not just me no i i've seen it's this a thing. it's a very uncommon thing but it's like you know those people that are always You're always like, in a long-term long-term relationship boyfriend. yeah yeah it's like a couple years and then it's like they're dating someone new and you're like, wait a minute, what about the last guy? Uh-huh. What happened to him and how did you find this new one so quick? Exactly. But for the most part, I feel like everyone goes through periods in life where they're like single or in a relationship yeah. or whatever it may be. So you guys had a lot of good questions for us, but I wrote some questions down on my own for Brooke Oh, well, I'm excited. So, okay. Because I have questions. So what I wrote down is that whenever I asked Max, because Max never had a relationship before me, yeah. I was always like, okay, like, 
why this is like a red flag to me yes i get it or he was 23 when we met and i was like why have you never been in a relationship i'm sure some guys could be like that to you i feel like guys are less like questioning about like girls would be like okay tell me your values you know what i mean like guys probably aren't going to be like why have you never been in a relationship but that was something that i was like why have you never been in a relationship because to me what that says if someone has never been into a relationship and they're like obviously beautiful or hot or whatever it is it's like they a are like I don't know how to say it. Kind like of, a player, yes. like just like, yeah. and are not taking it seriously, or are they just really like particular? And Max was just like nothing, just seemed right. Like nothing was just totally. like perfectly right. And so for you, I was just thinking, do you think it's because you're particular? Because I think that's such a good thing because you don't want to settle. Yes. Yeah, you I think that's why. That's a really good question. I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. Um, I've kind of talked about this before. I mean, this is like pretty deep, but I think it has to do with intimacy issues I feel like in college if that makes sense I Uh felt like I was never really good enough for I went to school in the south I'm originally from the north but I went to school at the University of Georgia surrounded by all these beautiful beautiful girls and the guys Mm -hmm. who are not so attractive but they feel like they can treat (laughs) girls a certain way because it's kind of like a dime a dozen in terms of that so it's like oh it doesn't matter how I treat this girl because like there's another one like waiting for me in line oh I hate that yeah so I always I felt this, like, very soon after the gate. Because I, like, had my experiences or whatever. And I kind of, like, they didn't really go so well, I would say, freshman year and stuff. So then I really just had a lot of just intimacy issues in general, I would say, with or, guys. Like, stress about it. Like, yes. Anxiety. Overthought yeah. of o- overthinking it. And then I kind of, by the time it was, like, sophomore, junior year, I was like, all right, I'm just not going to, like, find my person in Georgia, which is totally fine. So I started, like, mm-hmm. living for me. And, like, of course, that's when that's things so start good. happening, I yeah. would argue. Yes. When you're, like, I'm totally over it. And mm-hmm. I've still never been in a serious relationship. I guess I've never had someone to call, like, my boyfriend. I've had, like, people in my life. But it's yeah. never been, like, Guys a, that you're talking to. Yes. Or, like, exactly. Yeah. I'm seeing them or, like, whatever it yeah. is. But it's not, like hey, this is my boyfriend, like, yeah. come meet him. So, I mean, that was really deep, really fast. But I think that no, a lot good. of us actually do struggle with that. I was going to say, I'm so happy you said that because I feel like so many people listening can so relate to that. Uh-huh. And I think it was partially me comparing myself to, I dealt with some, like, confidence issues, I would think, too, and just being such a different person at this place where everyone seemed very similar and, like, everyone mm-hmm. was from, you know, suburbs of Atlanta or, like, whatever. Yeah. And I saw myself as such a different person and I tried to, like conform myself to be someone who I wasn't I think and then when I started like truly accepting myself and being like I'm from Long Island like I'm loud I'm annoying I'm all these things that's when like every the pieces kind of fell into place for me Uh but then I um, literally just got chills that's like literally so true and I feel like so many people can relate to that especially if you're from some area and go to school somewhere else and you feel like everyone's the same and you're like oh my gosh maybe I have to be like that so that I can fit in and like boys will like me and everything but it's like no you just because you would hate exactly. trying to be somebody else anyway, and that would make you feel even more uncomfortable. Yeah. And once you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, like, look at me go, I'm from Long Island, and then everyone's like, oh wait, like, look at her, like, doing her thing over there, uh-huh. you know? 100%. And then I would say that it is the second piece of what you said, too, like, the particular thing, too. I've always, like, been the type to find... It, it's improved, I think, since I moved to Boston, but in college, too, then when someone, like, would give me attention, I'd be like, oh, but, like, this is wrong with them, like, they, they, they're not this, uh-huh. like, they're not... Oh, like, I don't... I would find the dumbest things to pinpoint. Guys, literally, before this podcast, I'm not going to say what it was. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) But we were talking about, like, a certain someone that Brooke could maybe go on a date with. And it's like, you immediately think of things that you could judge someone by and be like, oh, like, this doesn't check off this box. Like, might as well not even meet them. So it's like, it's... I feel like in certain cases, it is really good to be particular. But in other ways, it's like, okay, like, you just still get out there. Like, let it go. Be open-minded. Like, yeah. 
So it, but it is like bottom line. I feel like it's good to be particular and have standards because True. you don't want to deal with someone that like does not deserve your time and is like a shady person to begin with. But it has nothing to do with personality in this case. It's like something like not even superficial, but it's, yeah. it's really, yeah. in, it, I don't know the full story behind it. So who knows? Yeah. Um, so I think that's, a, that was like my piece in high school, I would say. And then it was like the insecurity thing. And then now I'm just mm-hmm. like. I was in, like, a weird phase this past, like, six months, like, moving here, too. I'm yeah. also, like, always moving around, so I'm just, like, yeah. all over the place, yeah. No, and that's tough when you feel like you haven't fully, like, settled somewhere and have your, like, roots in the ground because you're kind of just, like, always feeling like you're floating yeah. around and you're always meeting new people. And we'll talk about dating in Boston because I feel like there are pros and cons to, like, the dating life in New York and Boston. True. Like, everyone's like, oh, that's so amazing. Like, you have, like the biggest pool of people to choose from but i feel like there's also like a lot of cons that can come with it i would agree um but yeah i feel like bottom line that is really good to be but i could see how people would see it as a red flag too i get very honestly i think that's another thing that girls struggle with too is like the um it's not i don't think it, it's embarrassing but i get like intimidated to tell people that i've never been in a serious relationship yeah, to especially guys because then they're like oh like this girl doesn't know what she's doing or like she's inexperienced or like whatever it is oh, so I it's even think of that. yeah so it definitely That's is so true an insecurity thing that i deal with and i'm like oh someone like a, a part of my brain i'm like someone just date me already so that i can just say i've had a boyfriend but it's yeah. like that shouldn't be how i'm going about this whole yeah. process i could see that like i feel like if it was me and like whenever i was single like, I wouldn't be embarrassed because, like, it's just how it is, you know? Yeah. And, like, I feel like a lot of times when you're in a relationship or in a relationship you don't want to be in, people are like, oh, I, like, want to be single, you know? Totally. Like, and it's always, like, the grass is greener, seriously. Because sometimes you're in a relationship <laughs> and you're like, oh, I wish I was just single again. When you're single, you're like, oh, I want to be in a relationship. Not not that it's embarrassing, but, like, the it, the weirdness of saying I've never been in a relationship too. Even just saying it to friends. It's not even just saying it to guys. Like, saying it to new friends when people are like, oh, my ex sucks. I'm like, I literally don't have an ex. Like, yeah. I don't, like, yeah. I can't even relate on that subject like it's i mean i've like the people that i used to talk to or whatever but it's not like it's not that deep so it's it's weird i know i feel like it's something that you almost have to be like proud of in a way and be like i like stand by this because like clearly i haven't wanted to date guys that have like come across in the past and that's like for good reason you know yeah but um okay that reminds me the next question that i have is do you feel because i feel like this is true okay do you feel pressured to be in a relationship by like your family or social media or friends or like your age or whatever it is because I feel like so many people feel that good question I think that this is like different pressures too um I don't I never feel pressured from like family or friends at all but I my parents have like a really really healthy marriage like comparatively to like everything that I've seen so I have that self-imposed pressure of just being like I need to find the perfect relationship because nothing will live up to my parents but that's like not them that's me and like me Mm -hmm. internalizing it but then I think social media does a really bad job of like making me feel like I yeah do and I'm sure I don't when you were single did you feel like that too yeah oh my gosh all the time you follow all the bloggers and they're all like engaged or married and then they get pregnant and then they have the dog and then they have the babies and then the husband and you're like they're my age (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. it can be really tough but I feel like one thing that's good that you could do is just mute people if you find yourself literally scrolling and you're like this person makes me feel like crap every day like just mute them I agree with that (laughs) like you might as well comparing yourself or whatever so that's like mm-hmm. how I compare myself I think and then I'm like I want to have like my character like I want to have like the max to my Gretchen or like whatever it is yeah. um love you guys so much and I, I love, love all my friends that have boyfriends like I think it's so great but like it's just a thing in my head where I'm like wow I'm looking for that and then I feel like I'm looking a little too hard and like forcing things so I have to like keep myself in check 
that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, you never want to do that. And I feel like I've said this a million times. Like, anyone listening is like, Gresham, we've heard. But it's so true. Like, right as you stop looking. Yeah. Is when they, they don't even, like, it's not even the person you expect. It's like someone stumbles into your life and you're like, what are you doing here? And then you realize, like, what a great person there is. they are. And then you're friends with them and then you're dating them and you're like, whoa, that came out of left field. True. And you, like, never realize. But it, like, really is when you're totally focused on yourself because I feel like in the time that I was single I would be like no no like I love being single like I'm Uh loving myself but in reality I was like always looking for a boyfriend and just like actively looking every day I'd be like are you my boyfriend um but then right as I actually like I literally did not want I was like don't even look at me like don't talk to me like (laughs) I want to be with my friends I want to focus on school and then that's when they like emerge out of nowhere. It's a really good message to send, though. Like, yeah. focus on you. Like, do you. Yeah, Love like, you that. really have to. And not even, like, pretending. Like, you have to commit. And be like, <laughs> I'm going to get A's. I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to hang out with my friends. Like, whatever it is. I'm going to mm-hmm. read a book every week. Like, and you literally are just so focused on being selfish. You're read a book every week. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. Two books, right? Isn't that how many weeks are on the <laughs> Yeah. Like, whatever it is for you. You know what I mean? Like, you have to commit. And then, and then a boy shows up. <laughs> I like that message a lot though danielle always says that too yeah that probably that so happened with her and ryan too i feel like yeah because she's so like girl boss like i just want to do me let me live my life and then it was literally like he went up to her and was like hey nice to meet you and she's like damn (laughs) he like showed up you know yeah and you're like i don't even want a relationship right now like what's going on and i feel like it just happens when it's supposed to happen so don't be looking people it's not something to stress about too much unless you're maybe like 38 and like want to have children and are worried that you can't have I think kids. it's the kids thing too like there's really no cap on it but it's like if you want to have kids obviously like your body clock only has so much <laughs> yeah. that it could the clock do. is ticking yeah. <laughs> yeah um okay we were kind of talking about this before but do you think Boston is a fun place to live when you're single I feel like there was a lot of questions about that like do you feel like it's harder easier I totally think yes I do mm-hmm. especially for when you're in your young 20s I think it's a really good spot I think it could be difficult to meet people which is why I'm really thankful that I kind of went into things I had like a work situation because if I just moved here for YouTube and I only knew like you guys from YouTube I think it would be really challenging for me to meet people yeah Yeah. and I would probably be like doing a lot of the online stuff which is cool and it's safe and everybody does it Mm -hmm. but I think it's a spot because there's a lot of people who are in school and then even continuing grad school law school med school but then there's also a lot of young professionals so I think it's a very good city to be in if you're young so if you're like exploring places to be at and you're like thinking something new I would say go for it but set yourself up for it right (laughs) yeah like be ready I feel like Boston is such a good place thinking or hearing you talking about it too because New York I feel like is just crazy and overwhelming it's almost too big and since it's so big it's kind of isolating because you're like oh my gosh everybody must know everybody and have the social life and I'm just here alone like I have no friends you know like I feel like New York can be really tough and Boston is also a big city but definitely more manageable than New York and I feel like since there's so many colleges here there's so many like young there are working people that are post-grad um and so I feel like that's such a good time like I feel like so many people are single and dating and exactly it I mean it, I feel like it's a good thing and a bad thing that everyone's on like the dating apps because I feel like everyone does like hinge and bumble and tinder and whatever it is I feel like it's a good thing because it is so hard to like meet people nowadays I it feel is. like yeah and it just makes it easier but it's kind of sad because I feel like meeting people in person is like less of a thing like you still meet people and you like socialize at like bars or I don't even know where else like or if it's always for what I found it's like a friend of a friend thing like hey we're going to 
Kelly's house and Kelly is inviting this guy and like the guy's roommates there and like that's who you hit it off with or something like that. Yeah. So it's always that's why I look for those connections more. Like if people are having pregames and stuff, I'm like, yes, I'll be there because that's the best way for me to meet new people. Yeah, that's so true. I just get sketched. Like I'm gonna use dating apps and stuff. I get scared honestly, so I prefer to. And I also think I thrive better in person. Yeah. So like I try to like yeah. do the person thing. I know. I don't even know if anyone knows this, but I was on dating apps. I never met anyone. You were, but I was. I didn't and know this. It started. It, <laughs> it Wait, started what? off because um, me and Arlen were working with Hinge. I remember this. And yeah. I never been on a dating app, and I was like, well. I mean, I'm old enough now. Like, I still feel like I'm a little kid, but I'm You were, like, 20, 21? And I'm in college. I must have been, yeah, 20, 21. Um, Yeah, I must have started when I was, like, 20. And I was, like, okay, like, I might as well. And I just liked it because I would just look at boys all day and, like, scroll through. But maybe, like, message a couple, but I never met anyone because I was scared. And was I in Bumble or Tinder? I don't even know. I feel like Bumble, maybe not Tinder. But, yeah, I would just, like, scroll through people on there. But I never really met anyone i forget what i was gonna say about it but yeah i was on there and i feel like it is so normal in boston it's so i will say that's the one thing it's so so normal normal. like you talk to people like oh yeah like that was my hinge date last week and like it's or like i saw that guy on hinge and it's so normalized there's no stigma which i do like yeah because i think it could be a really uncomfortable thing like online dating or like i know that's weird like bringing someone home sometimes and being like i met this guy on tinder but it's like it shouldn't be that weird like we're in the 21st century and that's like how yeah. it is that okay so that's really similar this question says do you use dating apps and do they work for more than just a hookup good question um i've been taught i still have yet to go on any i really need to go on a date i really i would recommend well tinder i just like don't i don't really use, know that well yeah. and i feel like to me this is my opinion, everybody. Tinder is more of like the hookup situation. So if you're like, oh, can they be more than just hookups? Maybe like don't go on Tinder. But in my opinion, Hinge and Bumble, you can really find your like, I don't know how Quality. to Quality. Your partner. <laughs> like your boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend. Like you can find something serious. And I know that because I know people that have boyfriends and girlfriends that met on Hinge. And you guys know my best friend Taylor. And I don't even know. I think I've said it like in YouTube videos and stuff. But her and her boyfriend met on Hinge. And they've been dating for months now. She just got back from Austria with him and his whole family. Like it works. It does work. Like it really does. So I feel like there's no reason to be scared. I mean I understand why you would be scared if you uh-huh. haven't before. Like it's online dating. Like it can be scary but at the same time it's like you have nothing to lose obviously be like safe and careful and yeah make sure they look like a normal person yeah they met um at an ice cream place and they got ice cream you know at their house like yeah no exceptions sorry yeah (laughs) i wouldn't just like go to their apartment or something that could be scary but yeah i feel like at some point you're like what do i have to lose like taylor was working all the time and she was just like i am so busy i don't i don't go out like i work out all the time like I'm never going to meet someone and I need to stop complaining about it and I need to just like do something. So she went on Hinge, went on a date and now they've been boyfriend, girlfriend for a while. I love it. So it's like... I love it. You never know. It's so true. And you feel like you it can be more than just like a hookup. Yes, I, like I definitely so think... I think on Hinge and Bumble, like you said, and also yeah. I think that they have... They have like... Um, I'll, I'll show you my profile after this. They have like mm. word prompts. So it's a little more normal of a yeah. conversation rather than just like, oh, this Hinge is a hot is girl or like a hot guy. I like Hinge yeah. the best. 
it's more conversational. And hi guys, it's me butting in here super quick. I hope you enjoyed our little talk on dating apps since I really think they can work for people. And before our next juicy question someone wrote in, I'm just going to take a quick moment to tell you guys about Lola. If you guys didn't already know, I've been using their 100% organic cotton tampons for years now. And my favorite part is that they are delivered right to my door. If you didn't know, a lot of major brands of tampons use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, but Lola tampons, pads, and liners never have any added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics or dyes and another amazing thing about lola is they were founded by women for women which i love and also you guys should know that lola is making an impact because every time you choose lola you're supporting a brand that gives back to women in need and to date lola has donated over 2 million period products and counting through their charity partner i support the girls and lola makes your month a little bit easier with their subscription being fully customizable you can always choose your mix of products mix of absorbency number of boxes and frequency of delivery etc your lola subscription is also super flexible since you can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. Clearly, I'm a big fan of Lola, and you guys would know that if you've been following me for a while now. And you guys, it's literally never been easier to try Lola. Get started with a trial set today, which features a mixed assortment of tampons and more made with 100% organic cotton for just $5. And, are you ready? You can get 30% off your $5 trial set today if you visit mylola.com and enter promo code GRETCHENG at checkout. So again, you guys, I think this is a perfect time to try Lola if you haven't already. This question is how to get over someone you never even dated. And I feel like I, oh, I feel God. like I really I really relate to this. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um yeah, it's it's actually crazy because some people like I feel like I've been in this situation and I tell my friends about it or whatever and some people are like get over it Brooke and then other people actually feel for you and they'll be like I totally get it cuz it's mm-hmm. it's weird. It's like a fake breakup thing yeah. to go through. Yeah. And I think that you have to realize that, like, you're allowed to feel feelings and, like, process yeah. things, even if you never had the title of boyfriend-girlfriend. Like, you are so valid to your feelings. Mm-hmm. And other people who make them feel invalid should you can ignore them. Yeah. Um, but I feel like you got to give yourself, like, a short timeline and just keep yourself busy. That's, like, what I've done in the past is I just keep doing plans because it's so easy to wallow in your pity and be like, oh, my gosh, I got screwed over. Like, I'm never going to find love. Like, whatever. And I feel like you treat it the same way you would treat a breakup in a way. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. I feel like it's tough because you feel like invalid. You're like, oh my God, we weren't even dating. But I feel like I'm stereotyping girls overall. But this is just from my experience. I'm just a very emotional, like sensitive person. And I like get attached really easily. And I just remember being single and like literally being crazy, you guys. Like straight up crazy. Like I would meet a boy and I immediately would be like, Max Wilman, Gretchen Wilman. Like I yeah. like I was crazy and I would be like, oh, we're getting married. Look, he's from Connecticut. We're going to live in Connecticut. We're going to get it. Like I would make up everything. But then it's like you met once. Like and like nothing even happened. But I would get like so upset over it. So it's like you just have to like reel it in a little bit. And I feel like the... <laughs> <laughs> this is the best advice someone told me. Let's hear it. That you have to talk to more than one boy at once, so you spread out True. the crazy. So you're not all crazy just on Max. You're crazy on like the five of them put together. So it's like you divide up the crazy. <laughs> no, I get. I see what is you that mean. bad advice? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't think that's bad advice. I think everybody deals with it differently too. Because some people for like they need the time to heal and stuff. But for me, I was like, I need to throw myself back into a social situation. Otherwise I will never leave my apartment and I'll like get yeah. depressed and like whatever drive mm-hmm. myself insane. Like thinking about situations and being like, this person was mean to me or like whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I think you need to get out of your element and you know, who like, who knows opportunity comes knocking when one, one door closes, another door opens. Literally. Like I 
had I, I pushed myself to go out this weekend I wasn't feeling up to it I was kind of sad and I had the best time yeah that's so true and I feel like it's hard to just generalize because in my case when I wasn't dating someone it would be like I met them once and I had this like fantasy of our life together <laughs> yeah. and so like that's like a little unrealistic but if you weren't dating someone but you like talked for like weeks or months at a time or whatever like you did seriously have a relationship and that's like okay to be sad and, I think like, it's like our generation too is like we have like this fear of commitment um, some people do I will say so mm-hmm. but so it's like if you did have like you basically did have a relationship you know what I mean so you're allowed to feel feelings I think that's totally justified yeah. don't let people make you feel invalid yeah Okay, this is, like, taking a turn and, like, similar but not okay. that related. <laughs> this says, do you want to travel by yourself? I think because they're saying that Ooh, yes. Okay, so I posted about this, actually, because a lot of mm-hmm. people... I did some research on this. It's a really big trend. Actually, Monica Church posted some videos about it. It's it's that. It's solo travel. That's the concept, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole thing that... It's really hard to line up dates, even with friends, because I'm lucky I have a lot of friends that do what I do, social media, and like could pick up and travel or whatever. Me and Brooke like hang out during like nine to five. Like, so, yeah. yeah. To like make our own schedules. We're very lucky. But of course, mm-hmm. what are the odds that you and me, Gretchen, will have the perfect destination in mind, the perfect dates that we can both go? Yeah. And like schedule wise, so it's really hard to line things up. So mm-hmm. the whole concept is just that you pick up and you do your own solo travel. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to LA by myself at the end of the month. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah. So she is traveling by herself, yeah. you guys. I've done it before for, like, quote, work things, though, but it's mm-hmm. always, like, I go with the intention of, like, going with a brand yeah. or something. You know, like, I'm meeting up with people when I'm there, but, like, yeah. this is totally, like, I'm going by myself and, like, I'll meet up with friends when I'm there, but it's not really, like, I'm going for a purpose, if that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like I have seen that on YouTube, like, more people traveling alone and I definitely have traveled alone, but only <laughs> for, for like, brands. Yeah, yeah. And I would never be like, hmm, I think I'm going to go to Greece for alone for the next week. Or you it's, know what it's I mean? scary. But I think it is really great if you can push yourself to do that. Because I feel like so many people are about it. And you like learn so much. You and you do. just experience what you want to experience. Because it's all your decision. And you don't have to like coordinate with someone else. And yeah, I feel like that is such a good idea if you feel like you're up for it i don't know yeah. if i'm mature you enough you just have to like, like do it safely too and yeah honestly like this is so superficial but i was watching this one girl's video and she was like the worst part is like you know you travel you who's gonna take your pictures like things like that. wait that's so true <laughs> you go and they're all mirror really cool selfies things. yeah so i think that's hard too but you meet cool people along the way apparently i think yeah something different to experiment with I mean, or you have to coordinate photographers because that's what emma mcdonald she went to um new york when me and maggie were yeah. in texas because she was like wait if you guys are gonna be in texas i'm just gonna go to new york and she just met up with photographers awesome. and like did it and she was like living her best life and going to workout classes going shopping yeah. yeah and i think we're really lucky too because we have um like an amazing support like not even support network but network of people like monica said in her video she was like i posted that i was in the city and like my subscriber reached out to me and we went on a hike together like yeah. i would so be down for that i like, love when people so reach out fun uh-huh yeah and you meet so many people that's so true okay this is taking a pivot okay again <laughs> going it. back to more dating but and this i really liked because i could see this struggle she says how do you find the line between going for what you want and what's meant to be will be yeah, I see what you mean because, like we, you were just saying, like says you got to do you. It and will then... come to you, but at the same time, it's like you need to advocate for yourself and be like Taylor and get yourself out there because if you realize, like, okay, my schedule every day is like working really early and working out, and then I go to Trader Joe's and I go and make food and go to bed. Yep. Like you're not being that social and like meeting that many people, so it's like how do and I so get that. Like if I'm single, I feel like I would struggle with that 
all the time back when I was like okay how am I supposed to find the balance of like it will come to me and like I should be social like I feel like that is tough it is tough my mom has always told me like put yourself out there and I really just kind of started doing this because I was always scared of like rejection honestly even before rejection happened but for whatever fears in the past so I think you still do need to even though you're not you don't have to be out here like I want to get a boyfriend but you could be out here like I want to meet people like you could have a motive and it doesn't have to be like I want to be like married and tied down and like Mm -hmm. have a big house and kids like that's a great goal to have and like you should have those goals for Mm -hmm. yourself I think but what you said Gretchen about like meeting all these boys and being like what what would their last name sound like with my first name like don't go into it I was a psychopath and that is why I was single for so long because I was crazy don't be crazy But I think it's still, you're, you're allowed to have those goals and stuff in mind. Just don't, like, you, you can't expect that everybody's going to have the same goals as you. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So, like, still doing you and still putting yourself, you're, you're not going to meet people if you just stay in your apartment or hang out with the same people all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, you might have to use an app or you might have to, you know, invite yourself to, not invite yourself, but, like, go to something new. Yeah. And or I really like what you said, how it's, like, you don't have to have this motive of like in a group of people or out at a bar, out at an event, like looking for someone to be in a relationship, but it's just like looking to be social and making friends. Like I feel like if you look at it that way, that's a really good balance of like, what will come to you will come to you, but also like being social and like getting after it. Because if you're meeting all these guys that you're friends with and one of them is really cute and you guys really like each other, like that could turn into something. It's so like, you don't have to go into it being like, I'm looking for a boyfriend. Like, Oh, there's three guys here. Or like, I want to bring someone home tonight, which I know, I know people do it. Like, I'm not going to say that. Like not necessarily, take them home but I'll be like oh I'm so single and like wow there's three really cute guys over there like I should go be flirty but Mm -hmm. at the same time like I don't know you can't you can't control the people yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) I feel like yeah the best thing you can do like Brooke said and like her mom told her is just put Put yourself yourself out there be social be a little social butterfly okay this is would you change your last name if you got married <laughs> danielle and i talked about this recently you did yeah oh my god maybe i didn't finish the podcast no no episode. no in person in person oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah not on i the was pod. like how no, did no, i not no. hear this <laughs> she said that she wants to do the thing like the double ass name does she yeah i don't know if i'm exposing her right now, but... oh do we know his do we know his last name or are we not supposed to say it do people not know it like i wonder how her last name and his last name sound together we can discuss after yeah um, I, I would, I would consider that, but hyphenated. Yeah. Otherwise <laughs> I would change. I don't really have anything against that. I think it could be if it's, you know, situationally right thing, but obviously I think that's something that the girl has to decide. I don't think yeah. it would be right for the guy to be like, I want you. Like, you need to take my last name. Like, yeah. Red flag. Yeah, red flag. <laughs> me and Brooke always talk about the red flags. You guys, like, if she ever talks to me about a boy, I'm like, red flag 89. <laughs> like, literally so many red flags. So many. Don't ignore them because they're there. Don't reason. ignore them. <laughs> like, yeah. do not. But, um. What, would you, what about you? You would take it, right? Oh, uh, 100%. <laughs> like, like, percent. I would say. Or no? Oh, not hyphenated. I don't know if this is, like, a traditional or, like yeah a traditional thing for the woman to always take the guy's last name like i, I feel like is. more and more now women keep their own last name even mandy's mom my cousin mandy my aunt chris has my mom and her they she has her maiden name if that makes oh, sense oh really because she has her own business oh, and so it, okay. or like aspen ovard like she's kept her own name she didn't take wow Arthur i guess you're Ferris. right i don't think she's she aspen ovard ferris no did she hyphenate maybe you're right but yeah, I feel like it's way more normal now for people to hyphenate it or just keep their own last name because they have a business or an online presence or whatever it may be. But for me, well, I feel like growing up, I've always just been like, 
I don't know, always thought that I would just take my husband's last name because my mom did. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I've always thought Same so. Same with me. But also, um, my like this is just purely for like a practical reason. My last name has always bothered me because it's really annoying to spell and so say. So is mine, dude. And oh my gosh. Yeah, like literally just for like a practical reason. Like yeah. Garrity, okay, like easy to say, but if I just said that to you, you would spell it a different way than how it's spelled. Yeah. And then when people read it, they're like, Garagati. I'm like, no, that's not right. And like to me, Wilman is just so much easier. <laughs> it's so I cannot wait until I'm Gretchen Wilman. I made that very clear. <laughs> no, I love that. I need a guy with a simple last name because mine is Michio, but like people are like Miko. Mikio. Mikio. And then like they don't know how to spell it. Yeah, same thing. And for social media, for practical reasons, yes. it's difficult to, yeah. You want to have something that like it's easy for people to remember, spell. Yeah. That's so true. You know what? I was just thinking about how I said you have to spread out the crazy. And I was thinking about how now since I'm in a relationship, <laughs> poor Max deals with all the crazy. And I was literally having this thought yesterday about how I can't wait until I'm Gretchen Wilman just because it'll be that much easier. And I was thinking about how I wonder if that name will be available on Instagram so I can like change it. <laughs> you should buy it now. <laughs> literally. And people are like, imagine the day that I get married and I change it to Gretchen Wilman. People are going to like lose their minds. Like it's going to be crazy. That is going to be crazy. <laughs> I'm excited like, for your wedding. That's going to be weird. <laughs> Do you want a big wedding? We're planning my wedding now, you guys. Um, That's a good question. I feel like I always thought I did. And then someone told me this thing once. Or maybe I saw it on Instagram. Someone's going to like tell me and be like, no, that was on Betches or whatever. <laughs> and maybe it was. Like It probably was. And it was basically like, you don't want to pay for your cousins friends like daughters yep. what uncles uh, yep steak dinner like you don't like you don't and know them and it doesn't matter and, like all everything yeah. else yeah. so i always thought i was gonna have this huge wedding i feel like i wouldn't want something that's really small i feel like just like in between like my friends from college my Get friends that. from high school my family friend you know yeah our mutual friend like all these people but not anyone that like wouldn't make sense to be there no that makes sense yeah I don't, yeah i'm not going to my wedding and introducing myself to people yes like i don't exactly. want or i mean i guess i'm on their side maybe but at yeah. the same time i don't want someone the last time that i saw them them to be like oh you were in diapers the last time i saw yes. you like, you don't need to be my wedding <laughs> yes. no like i don't like that like have we had a close relationship the past yeah. 20 years of my life like probably not <laughs> <laughs> no that's so true okay now we're planning our wedding <laughs> this episode is taking a turn <laughs> i think it's fun to talk about that stuff i'm not like a crazy yeah. like out here on pinterest like planning everything but i think it's like I said, it's cool to have a goal and be like, you know, one day I want to have yeah. a house in the suburbs and like kids and stuff. Like that's that doesn't make you crazy thinking yeah, that you I want agree. a future. Like that's mm-hmm. your personal goal. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that is some people's goal in life is to be a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so true. I know. I feel like Max and I do talk about the future, and like I am a little bit crazy. I'm surprised I haven't planned my wedding already, but <laughs> that's probably a good. Thing. <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this. These questions, I'm sorry. I'm, no, I, I love it. I put them in a certain answer. But, so this is taking another pivot. What is your favorite part about Boston? I think just in general. Ooh, good question. Um, I th- oh. My favorite part? I mean, I love how it's a city, but it's a manageable city. Mm-hmm. Like, the size, I would say. The ease of getting places. Um, when you're going from one place to another. Honestly, I Uber a lot, but the Ubers are all super fast. And yeah. <laughs> it's mean, not New York. It's not New York at all. And mm-hmm. every, it's very like, it's not new. I guess maybe some parts are new, like seaports, like super new. Yeah. Very clean. Clean. Very I knew you were going to say that. Especially compared to New York, which so, can be like, yeah. like trash on every corner. Like, exactly. Yeah. And I feel, yeah, I mean, we talked about how young it is and just like, it's a great city for your 20s, but. Yeah. 
I have a million favorite things. Yes. And I'm going to save that for a future episode. Oh, I think, you should. Because I have a podcast idea and it's like the best of Boston kind oh, of thing. Oh, 100%. I I've that. lived here for five years and so I have, I'm very opinionated. I can tell you which pastry place is the best and I'm very opinionated you about it You do should do all. a whole separate. So I'm yeah. gonna. It's coming, everybody. Um, this is a really good question and I can't believe I didn't ask it already, but for being single, okay. how do you deal with not being lonely? Love that. I think it comes at ebbs and flows too. Like mm-hmm. I so agree. You know, some days are harder than others, and some days I compare myself more than others. I think social media has a really negative yes. effect for me sometimes, and yeah. I think that's like my own issue. Um, no, I feel like everyone can relate to that. Yeah, that's so like obvious. Like you are in one place, and then you see everyone on social media doing something else, and you're like, "Why can't I be Aspen and Parker?" And it's like, "Well, <laughs> because you're not Aspen and Parker." Well, unfortunately, you're not them because <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Yeah, they have a different relationship than you will ever have. Yeah. Because every relationship is different. Exactly. Um, I think this is another answer that I say, keeping myself busy. And I think mm-hmm. friend, I've always in my entire life put friends first. I've never, I guess maybe a few, I could think like once or twice that I've like put a guy first before a girl. But like I'm such a friends first. I feel like that's you know, really gotcha, good. I'm like friends per- first person. Yeah. And I value my friendship so much. And I feel like those are mo- like at the end of the day, like you might break up with someone, but like your friends are always going to be by your side. Exactly. So that's definitely how I've always looked at it too. And I feel like you can think of times like, okay, maybe I usually hang out with my friend Louisa every single day. And Max asked me on a date, like, no, I'm not going to hang mm-hmm. out with Louisa. I'm going to go hang out with Max. And it gets tough when you are in a relationship balancing it all, because I could see you and like, especially Danielle, someone that's so independent and has so many friends. Like you get a boyfriend and you're all of a sudden like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to like split the time with my friend, yeah. this new boy, like, like love you, bro. But like, I have all my friends I want to go hang out with. So it can be really tough to balance. And it's like, you definitely don't want to annoy either one with hanging out with the other one too much. Like it's, totally. it's really hard to balance. It is. But I feel I like. I could see that as a challenge. And I don't really know, like I said, cause it's never been like super serious, but like even mm-hmm. in certain times when I'm like positioned between two choices, like I try to make the right choice. Mm-hmm. And obviously sometimes I haven't, but whatever I think the answer to the question that was keeping yourself busy and remembering your friends and like yeah I I think it's important if you have a lot of friends I've been in this place too in college where I have a lot of friends in relationships make new friends like or expand your friend circle a little bit because there's got to be people in there who are single and also looking to have fun and like go out and that's the problem in college a lot of people struggle with this like their friends all get like what cuffed or whatever mm-hmm. and then no one wants to go out anymore yeah because everyone is like going to bed at 10 o'clock and watching netflix yeah with their and you're yeah. like oh wait i actually would like to see someone today <laughs> yeah so putting yourself putting yourself i'm really good about putting myself out there with friends but not with boys isn't that interesting yeah i gotta fix that maybe 2020 <laughs> yeah 2020 guys yeah. no but i feel like that's so normal and you're obviously just more comfortable like with friends in general than like meeting like people that you could be attracted to or like whatever you know what I mean like it's just um more difficult I was thinking I feel like keeping yourself busy is definitely such a thing and this is so funny because I am in a relationship but I do feel like I get lonely a lot of times just being in Boston and since we are like long distance or whatever and I feel like specifically something that helps so much when I feel lonely in any sense if it's for my family or friends or relationship or whatever FaceTime literally the save the day yeah. <laughs> like you facetime your mom for 40 minutes and you're good to go recharged or like yeah. i facetime brooke or i facetime yeah. mandy or i facetime max or i facetime taylor like and i'm all like way Anyone. better it's honestly great to do it with a friend you haven't caught up with in a while too because then you have yeah. so much like content to be like oh my gosh i have to download you yeah. my whole life or whatever it that's is. so true or sometimes it makes it easier 
when I'm going through stuff, I love having other people like tell me about their life because it distracts me. It's just yeah. like how people like watch YouTube as a dis- distraction thing. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I feel like I always hear that, by the way. Like, everyone's always, like, just likes watching people's videos Mm -hmm. because it just, like, makes them feel better. And I so get that because, like, when I watch your videos, when I watch Aspen Parker's videos, Uh when I watch anyone's videos, it just, like, makes me feel better and, like, puts me in a better mood. Same. Yeah. It's like watching it. It's literally like watching Netflix or a movie or mm-hmm. anything because it's like a movie of their life, basically. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that so funny? It's so crazy. Humans are so weird that we like watch each other's lives. Like, why? I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, I think this one. Yeah, this one's for me. Ooh, it says, let's hear it. How to not annoy your single friends when you're in a relationship. <laughs> and I so get this because I feel like especially, especially if it's like your first relationship and you're in high school or something and you're 16 and you just got a boyfriend and yeah. all you want to do is shout it from the rooftops like, woo, like I got a boyfriend. Yeah. But like, don't do it to the point that you're going to piss off your friends. And you know when that point's <laughs> coming. Like if I sat here for an hour and just like talked my mouth off off of like I don't even know telling Brooke about how great Max is and our whole relationship she'd be like okay like I'm so tired of hearing about this you know like I feel like you just you know when too much is too much and you're good about being self-aware I yeah like I feel like especially in the beginning and you guys know how obsessed I am with Max and people you know say I'm too clingy whatever whatever everybody's relationship is different but um yeah I feel like I just try to be aware and I feel like I just try to answer people's questions about him or our relationship instead of just bringing it up and it's probably hard and especially when you like really love and are really passionate about the person you're with like you are going to talk about them all the time and it's gonna be hard to like control it but I feel like you (laughs) I tried to take a sly Instagram story there I am so sorry my You probably just heard it. She took an Instagram story. No, I love that. But um, yeah, I feel like just be aware of your friends and their feelings. And if you're annoying them, and especially you're annoying them because they're single, um, just yeah, be aware and like dial it back and just talk about your partner when they ask because then you know they want to hear because they're asking. And other than that, just like keep it to a minimum, you know? That's my advice. I think it's okay to share though. Like when you tell me about your relationship though, like then I just fill the void with other things going on in my life you know what I mean yeah I try to keep a conscious split in my mind of like just it doesn't even matter about if it's a relationship or whatever just like 50 50 give and take like yeah. I feel bad when I have a friend I'm like blah, blah, all this is happening in my life and then it's like an hour of me talking I'm like whoa no I feel that too you. because I could talk all day long I feel yeah. like yeah I talk for the entire time and then I'm like oh wait so how's life again yeah like because <laughs> we just are doing? and it's not even like not even from like a bad place in your heart it's just like we're so excited and exactly. like hyper I get that. and that's like how it usually goes for me and i'm like oh my god i feel bad like probably this podcast i've been like taking over and talking the whole that's time but not it's like true i no. just feel like i don't shut up because i just yeah i don't know no <laughs> just I how i am i i get it i think it's give and take in any really i i mean i could see how people would get annoyed but honestly I, I don't know. I think it comes across too in di- differently with like vlog, like the way that we do vlogs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like Gretchen's just a normal person. Like she's talking about Max just like a healthy amount around me. Like it's yeah. or. Oh, good. That's I good to know. hear. Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like I talk about him all day no, long. Like, I mean, it's obviously he's brought up. It's not like. Yeah. <laughs> it would be weird I to not like bring I it up at all. I pretend he like doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. <laughs> it's a good balance though. Yeah, I feel like it is weird now that you mentioned that. Like, I feel like I've been around friends in the past that have, like, boyfriends. And I'm like, wait, I never hear about this boy. Are you guys still together? Like, yeah, that's always what's awkward. What's going on? Yeah, it's like, why haven't I heard about them? So it's like, talk about them enough, but not too much. It's balance. 
everything, everything. in life. <laughs> it's all Find balance. the right balance, yeah. everyone. Okay. I think this one is also just for me, but you can answer too. I love it. Because it says, for Gretchen, how do you practice self-love and independence in a relationship? You've been so good about it. And I'm so proud. Can, <laughs> that's really sweet. That can be really tough, especially in a relationship, especially if you're someone like me. Not, I, I was about to say, I'm not codependent. That's like a really heavy term. I just feel like if you're someone that's like really loving and really loyal and just always wants to be around them, it can be hard to literally separate yourself and be independent and do like self-care practice self-love but for me it's realizing that it's starting to be a problem but for long distance it makes it easy because I'm alone a lot more of the time and I feel like it's just doing things for myself Mm -hmm. and I don't know how to say it other than being independent like when I'm in Boston I just think about like what I want to do in my schedule if you are making plans with like friends or family just like for yourself you know and then you like let your partner know that they're happening. And I don't know how to describe it. If you, you like, ask for approval, I feel like that's that's very bad. unhealthy. Or like, this is so bad that I'm admitting this, but everyone knows I've like struggled with independence in the past, but I can think about this one person who was never in my videos or anything, but I was with at BU. And I remember just like always wanting to be with him. And I would be like, oh, I was going to go to yoga tonight, but I think we're going to hang out. So I wouldn't go to yoga. Dude, I started to do this in the past few months and too. Bad. And I made it my resolution to not do that. Yeah. You have to put yourself first. And if you want to get your butt to yoga, you go to yoga. And if that person wants to hang out, but you're at yoga, too bad. You're putting yourself first and they can wait or you can hang out with them later. Or you can hang out with them tomorrow. You know what I mean? And if they want to be in your life, they're going to show an effort. Like you don't have to leave empty spaces in your schedule for with yes. the hopes that so-and-so might reach out. Because yeah. honestly... I hate to be like so aggressive. They're probably not going to reach out. Unfortunately, yeah. like, I love you guys so that's much. That's so true. <laughs> like, and that's what yeah. would happen to me. And I'd be like, hello, I should have gone to yoga. You know? Exactly. I've done that too, where I have so many empty nights. This was like, this has been like a problem for me in Boston too. Cause I like made all the, not even just in a relationship, but with friends too. I'm like, what if someone's asked me to hang out? Like, Oh, I, I got to like leave all these times open. And Yeah. Yeah, wait, that's so true. And Brooke is right. She's giving you the hard truth. (laughs) I'm sorry. If you're you're carving out time for someone, for plans with someone that it doesn't exist yet, banking on the fact that they're going to reach out to you, it probably won't happen because you're banking on the fact that they're going to reach out to you. Because you know their schedule. I know. I've been in this situation because you know their schedule and you're like, oh, well, on on Tuesdays, I know they go to the gym and then they go home. So like, they'll want to hang out with me after. It's like, they probably, like, like, I don't know. They would already have asked you. Yeah. Wait, I like that I'm not alone in this. You guys are definitely (laughs) guilty of it too. I know that you've done this. (laughs) And like we said, like, doesn't have to be boy romantic thing. Like even just carving out time for friends or like the hopes that something's gonna happen like magically yeah you you gotta live for you i know make your own plan first and stick to it and then if something comes up like see if it fits in your schedule but yeah i so agree with that but it can definitely be tough so you just always have to remind yourself and like be aware and be like "Ooh, am i being too clingy or like everything like my whole like my the sun in my what's it called universe is like max like i'm just like orbiting around him like no like i need to like center of your universe yeah yeah like i need to like um have my own passions and like hobbies and things that I'm sticking to on my own and I feel like even more if you are someone in a relationship or not in a relationship like talking to someone if like all you have going on is them that's that's like not attractive like they're 
going to be like, huh? Like, yeah. they're going to be scared. Like, they want you to do yoga and be with your friends and do well in school and do your own thing. Because if you're just always like, hi, I'm available, like, that's not cute. I've anyway. heard that. I mean, I don't know this. For, I, like, I guess I've never talked to a guy about it. But I've heard that it's a turn off for guys to be, like, too readily available. Because people, like, like the chase or, like, yeah, like you're not always sad, constantly available. But that's true. Like, you don't want to be, like, playing games. But, like, that's no, true. No, no, Like, if you're, like, life, too though. available, that could come off as, like desperate and they'd be like hmm. like you know yeah. i feel like anyone meeting someone that you feel like is really desperate like that could just kind of be a turn off because you'd be like oh why are they like that is something wrong with them is that why they're so de-? you yeah. know or they're like i'm available all the time like oh do you want to hang out monday tuesday wednesday thursday or friday it's like what Whoa. what are you doing with your life like yeah, i don't but know what do you it's have kind of, going on yeah so i could see not that it's a turn off but i think it's cool to have your own things going on too yeah. and you can't forget about that just i've seen a lot of friends that happen too where they get into a relationship and suddenly they have no more hobbies or friendships or whatever yeah. and that's toxic yeah you have to keep that going and i feel like when you're in the right relationship with someone they push you and challenge you to keep doing the things that you love like whenever i would get lazy max would be like go to yoga you always feel happy after you go to yoga you love yoga I love that. and i'm like wait you're so right you know like why yeah so i just feel like when you're with the right person, they know the things that you like and it's your true. hobbies and interests and stuff, and they're going to push you to keep being like that because they know that your whole thing shouldn't just be about them. <laughs> you Very <know>? true. Yep. <laughs> okay, this girl says, I'm happy with everything in life, but I'm single. How can I not obsess over it? I've been there too, where I'm like, wow, I have everything in my life. and like, the only piece that's missing is a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that, I mean, it, I mean, I guess it's not, for me, it's not been a boyfriend, but like, it's like someone you're talking to, I'm telling you, like, it doesn't magically solve all, of, it doesn't solve everything, it doesn't make everything better. I don't mm-hmm. know if you could back me up on this, Gretchen. Yeah. I feel like people think that it's like this magic missing piece, and it's, it's you not. always want what you can't have. That's yes. what it is at the end of the day. And, yeah. and I so firmly believe, I forget when this like came up recently, I was either talking about it or thinking about it. When you, like, when everything's going right and you're completely full and everything's good except for there's this one thing and you're like, if only I could be here, if only I could have a little bit more money or only if I could live in this place or only if I was this person's friend, Mm -hmm. like, if only blank, that's really not it. Like, what's Mm -hmm. it is, like, you. Like, you got to fill in the rest of that Mm -hmm. because it's, like, if only I could make more money, like, that's not actually what's going to make you happy or I don't know. You know what I I mean? mean. Or if only I had a boyfriend, it's, like, you can't just be so focused on that. Unfortunately, you can't control other people. Like, you can't just snap your fingers and get a boyfriend, like, in two seconds. Like, that's someone else's action. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, like, a partnership. So. Yeah. I think everybody wants a little bit of what they can't have. And for some people, it's a relationship. I've been there, too, like, what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But for other people, it is, like, the money thing. Or the only... If I had this job, like, if I got a promotion, I'd be happier. Or if I... Um, it's like you need to find happiness in right now. True. Because always think about when, like, five years ago, I think you and Danielle talked about this, or I feel like I've seen it everywhere, but think about five years ago when everything you wanted you have right now, but you're already yep. worried about the next thing. And it's like, be so grateful and proud of yourself that you got to where you always wanted to be, you know? Yes. And I feel, I feel like if you're always, like, so focused on a boyfriend, it's like, girl you don't really want a boyfriend what you want is to feel like loved and secure and that needs to come from yourself like you need to love yourself and you need to surround yourself with good friends that make you happy and you know and And then people that challenge you you and people that are pushing you to be the best version of yourself yes and I think I would agree with what you said like you have to find the happiness within yourself before Mm -hmm. you can like you have to fill your cup before you can fill other people's yeah 
and I remember I sent in a video and I met a subscriber and she like made my day and she's like me and my friends always say now because you said that you have to be 100% on your own and someone else has to be 100% and then you're 200% together instead of like 50-50 making yeah. a whole and I'm like yes exactly that's so it like because when you are completely like happy and living your best life and loving yourself and someone else is too mm-hmm. you like a, like like things attract each other and you like attract each other because you're both like so happy and thriving and I love that yeah it's a good message yeah so that's how you be happy when everything's going good in your life but you're single guess what you're still happy <laughs> exactly if, if literally everything else in your life is going right like oh, you're doing you're doing you're doing, you're doing amazing you're doing amazing you're doing sweet. better than 99 percent of people yeah yeah so that's so true keep it up and like <laughs> the relationship is the last thing to worry about because it's going to come when it's supposed to come um okay this says dating in north versus south are guys different i talked about this a little bit in the beginning yeah um i think it's just college element too because i think it is a little bit different now i have some friends who are in atlanta like a big southern city charlotte so it's a little different for them in like a more metropolitan setting Mm -hmm. um but college i would say it's very different just in terms of um I don't know like what I said I felt like I went to school with all these beautiful girls and obviously it's not fair for me to generalize like the guys weren't that cute because it's not just that but just I saw the way that so many of my incredibly intelligent beautiful fantastic friends that I literally can't say enough good things about were screwed (laughs) over by these guys who literally look like toes I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry like you can like it it was disgusting just the amount of people that I've seen be screwed over and like how much love that they had to give whatever it is so i think that it was very discouraging i have some friends that came out of fantastic relationships in college i think it's just situational too it's just like you know it's not fair to generalize i've learned this too it's not really fair to generalize like cities over like it's hard for me to sit here and be like boston's better for dating than athens georgia like that's my experience that's not the place as a whole that's so true some of my friends might argue the complete opposite yeah that's so true I feel like it depends on, like, where you're from and yeah. your personal experience. And, but I feel like, I mean, I don't know, because I wasn't in the South. I've just <laughs> always been in the North. But I feel like it would be different. And just from what I've heard from, like, Mandy and you. and Yeah. yeah. Well, she's been fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She has a boyfriend. So, I mean, he's also from the North. I don't know. That was, that like, says a anything. good situational thing. Yeah. But it's so funny to be like, oh, he's from the North. She's from the South. Like, that's so weird it to is. say that. But I guess it's just, like, how people are brought up differently or like do you feel because I feel like this is such a thing at Mandy's school that most of the people from Long Island specifically Long Island stick with each other uh-huh. and there's a Long Island friend group and then there's like the people from the south like from South Carolina and they stick together and they like kind of mix obviously but yeah, it's like I the Long that. Island girls the South Carolina girls you know I had a lot of friends that were out of state too so I would I, I would say maybe yeah. not like entirely because my best friends are from Georgia but like a lot of my friends were Maryland um freaking wisconsin like just yeah. like, like new jersey over. like yeah. all over like different states so mm-hmm. i would agree with that yeah interesting okay maybe actually we're gonna have two more okay so <laughs> this one i said to brooke before because i thought it was really funny at first but i feel like it's so true this is how to stop running away from boys or sabotaging a relationship and i know it might sound funny for a second but really think about it deep down and you know it's true and you've probably done it at some point yeah it's like the people that you like friend zone or like I've done that too, where it's like someone actually shows that they like you and you're like, nope. And like, you're <laughs> like, Ooh, I'm scared. I'm good. <laughs> yes. And I, I think that that just has to do with like the fear element and getting over like mm-hmm. being scared. Yeah. And I think 
I've been in this position a lot too. And like recently I let my guard down and like, I kind of was more vulnerable and like in the moment it really served me well. And like now it's like not there anymore, but I learned so many lessons from it. Yeah. So I'm so thankful for that experience for like opening up and like teaching me that it's really not that scary to open up. Mm -hmm. So I think you just have to have one experience that like you open up and then all of a sudden like you realize it's worth it. You realize. Yes. Because even though like I, whatever didn't serve me i'm sad i got sad for a little bit whatever it was it taught you a lot i learned and you know going into the next relationship like things you like things you don't like you just know so much more about like yourself in a relationship or like a dating process kind of thing exactly so i think it takes the one experience but also just get letting your guard down i know it's hard though like i've been there too where i'm like i see this person as like no more than a friend or like i don't want to let them in because like i i know that i get attached to people or whatever and i know it's scary but like you're you're never gonna live if you just keep on being like with your guard up like yeah so what you're just never gonna live yeah or like let let yourself have fun like let yourself it doesn't have to be super serious unless you want it to be like Mm -hmm. let yourself live yeah i so agree with that and at first i just thought it was funny i'm like why would you sabotage a relationship if you like (laughs) like it or whatever but i could so see that and it almost happened with me and max because in the beginning i yeah well i would tell everyone i was so (laughs) i was like no i'm good i'm scared why is he so nice to me you know and it's like girls that are used to i guess guys just not treating them that right or whatever it is like you can fully sabotage a relationship or run away from a guy because you're just like this is different this is scary I'm scared, this is new, I've never been in a relationship, whatever it may be, and you can, like, run away from it, but it's, like, and being vulnerable and being open is so scary, but it's, like, that's the only way you're going to get anywhere, and I feel like it comes with just age and, like, maturing, like, that probably, like, sucks to hear if you're, like, younger, but when I was in high school, I definitely, you know, like, had no knowledge under my belt of how all this worked, and I feel like the older and older you get, obviously, like, the quicker and more serious things uh-huh. happen. But I feel like you're just more vulnerable early on and just open with each other and, like, this is what I want. I want a boyfriend. I want to, Or whatever it may be. Like, you're just more open overall, I feel like. But, yeah, literally, Max was so nice to me. And he would ask me how my day was. And I was like, why? Why are you asking me about my day? <laughs> like, are you okay? Like, Are you good? <laughs> like, why? Is there, like, ulterior motives here? I was so scared. Yeah. And I literally remember calling my parents and I would, like tell them about him like they were like told me everything and they were like Gretchen he's being nice like give the kid a chance and I'm like no it's like weird like he he's really nice and like involved question mark which is a good thing and it's just like it's so crazy because I just I guess my experience with other college boys was not like that but I was sabotaging this relationship which is the best relationship because I was scared and then I listened to my parents advice and they were like go on the date go on the date he asked me on a date and I was like okay I'll go and he was so nice and it was so great and it's like you have to like throw away all your like preconceived notions or if you're being shallow Mm -hmm. for whatever reason or you know it's like you just have to you never know if you don't try I like that you never know if you don't try yeah and the worst thing that happens and that's what I kept thinking too the worst thing that could happen on this date is that I decide I don't like him and then I don't talk to him anymore exactly you know like that's literally well I guess there's worse things that could happen like they could like kidnap you if they were like bad or something (laughs) but (laughs) but like you know what I mean yeah the worst that happens is it goes bad and then you have a story to tell your friends like oh my god I went the worst date ever haha and then you have a funny story (laughs) to share on your YouTube channel so (laughs) (laughs) exactly what a great start to your career Uh, my horrible first date (laughs) you know what I mean so it's like I feel like that is such a thing and girls definitely do that where they are like I'm scared of you I'm running away even though they like them and it's like you just have to be like mature enough to stick around and get through it yeah you gotta just get over it and it's scary I get it if especially if you're like 
you know, the first guy that's ever nice to you or like... <laughs> Isn't that so sad? That's so yeah, sad. That, like, it's so sad. That happens to girls. Like, I was like, why are you asking me about myself? That's really weird. <laughs> like, no, it's like being a nice oh, guy, but... Yeah. No, I get that. Anyway, um, okay, last question. And this isn't even boy related. This is back to the most important thing, friendship. Love. Brooke, what is your favorite thing about our friendship? Oh, that was so <laughs> sweet. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I honestly, this is going to be really deep, but I've really never had a friendship in the sense of Gretchen where when I, I've had, you know, great friendships with positive people, but when I leave you, Gretchen, I feel like a better person. Yeah, I know that that's so deep, but like I genuinely do. And like I feel like your positive presence, like actually, I mean, Danielle and I talk about it all the time that it like actually affects people and like. That's so sweet. Yes. So I think that you, you're really good about being like super inspired. Not even inspiring. Like you're not sitting here being like, Brooke, like you can do anything you want, but it's just like your (laughs) presence in general. Like it's Uh so bubbly and like you remind me that everything's going to be okay and I can be so stressed and like. I feel like you just make it seem like everything's going to be okay, oh, which I love. And you, yeah. I love that. That reminds me, I feel like after we recorded the first episode yes. of Gals on Gals and Go, and you and Danielle were talking about it, you guys were like, oh, after we were with her, we like feel like a better person. I'm like, we that do. is literally so sweet. And that reminds me so much of how I feel and how I've always felt with Taylor. Like, obviously, you guys yeah, too, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like Taylor, like growing up and everything, like she's just always been such a close friend and I just feel like being around her makes me a better person. I love that. So I so like know what you mean. I feel like that's such a sign of a good friend. And my favorite thing about my friendship with oh my Brooke gosh, is I feel like and obviously we've known each other for so long. True. And even though it's funny because we would like talk <laughs> over the internet. We were internet friends um, before we met for a while but it's like I feel like no matter how much time we've spent apart or whatever it may be, like obviously life is so busy and especially we've like lived all over yeah. everywhere. Like we always pick up where we left off. I love that. And I feel like those are like the best friendships when you know that when you see them again, you just like catch right back up and like. It's not awkward. I don't feel like things have changed. I'm not like, oh, you're a different yeah. person. Because you know, you see people every few years and you're mm-hmm. like, oh shoot, like they're yeah. a totally different person. Like I feel like we are on this consistent path of, like, growth together, if yeah. that makes sense. Oh, like, that's you know so what cute. I mean? Personal And growth. we're good at, like, keeping up online. Like, I always, I feel like yeah. I just, like, love Brooke's stories and following her on Instagram, and I, like, reply to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel with yours, though. I feel like I'm, I'm like, Brooke's blogs. biggest fan. <laughs> you and Max both are, though. Like, it's so cute. We really are. <laughs> like, like, me and Max have a Brooke so fan club. That's my favorite thing about Brooke, is that me and Max are her biggest <laughs> fans. I feel so honored. No, I, I, I really do love you guys, and, mm-hmm. I mean... Internet friendship is so funny because, like, people see it online and, like, who knows what the heck that people say about, like, our friendship yeah. or whatever. But we know at the core that we are such, like, genuine friends. We've been friends since we were f- literal babies fresh from college. Yeah. Like, I know. That's it's so, so crazy. It's about. so crazy. I know. That's so true. And I feel like the best – and that's so true what Brooke was just saying about us being, like, genuinely good friends because it is tough when you see people all over social media and, like, sometimes people just met or sometimes people are just friends because of, like, social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think of Brooke as just, like, my friend same. in real life. Literally same. Like, not just because of YouTube or whatever. Like, she's just always been my friend and my real-life friend. <laughs> same. And we have so many things in common. Like, it really is so crazy just, like, your whole connection with Long Island and whatever yeah. like it's it, i mean i i do believe in fate and like friendships and all that stuff yeah. too just that it's paths that like cross i, I don't even know how to explain it the first time i met brooke was when we got sushi yeah right? with mandy oh, <laughs> we literally were in huntington yep at this sushi place like it's so funny how life works out but yeah and we've just like lived 
I don't even know because social media is so cool though because I think that also helps with picking up where we left off. Yeah. Like I know what you've been up to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even have to ask because I know. (laughs) Yeah. And now we have so many connections with like Pennsylvania and stuff. Like it's so, it's so weird how just like life works out that way. And I think people are put in your life for Mm. a reason. So. Yeah, that's so true. I'm so (laughs) grateful for Brooke's friendship. I'm thankful for you. And I'm so happy she's in Boston. Right as I found out she was moving to Boston, I was like doing cartwheels in my hallway. I was like, this is the best (laughs) day ever. Like I literally remember when you texted me and you were like, guess what? Like moving to Boston. And I was like, everyone thought it was like a joke. They were like, shut up. And I was like, no, I know. Like I really am. (laughs) I'm working there. Hello. Oh, this has been so fun. Yeah, this Guys, was fun. I told you this was me the best episode ever. Stop. I knew it was. <laughs> I love podcasting. It's so fun. It's so fun. Like, we get to sit here for like four hours and have like, I know. a marathon. Wait, where are the more questions? <laughs> one day we're going to have a marathon and like literally <laughs> we make a four hour one. You should. You know like that iCarly episode? It's like the long, they do like the world record for the longest stream. Have you Wait. ever seen this one? <laughs> This is bringing me back to my childhood. There's like, I just remember this. It's like they do like a world record competition for the longest web stream. Uh-huh. And they're like two minutes away and like it crashed or something. <laughs> like we should do that. Literally the longest us. continuous podcast. Wait, we're gonna we have to find the longest one. I wonder what it is. I Guys, know. we're doing this challenge. It's a thing. It's coming. New challenge. <laughs> we get talk all day long. We're yeah. gonna like get delirious. It's like when you and Danielle, I forget. Oh yeah. It's probably happened in a couple episodes, and you guys yeah. get in like a funny mood what when you say it's like it? late, or when you yes, guys have been talking slap for a while. She calls it. Yeah. yeah. Danielle gets really, really bad about that, where she just starts like laughing at the dumbest stuff. Like, I literally know how her voice sounds. Like she's yes. mellow, and she'll just be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? We get into those moods where we're like the type of friends where like we are so dumb, we could just say a word. Like, we could be like, pancakes, pancakes. And, and then start, like, start laughing. laughing. It's yeah. so stupid. I feel like a middle schooler, but I'm like, I just genuinely love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, my gosh. It's all good. Well, this has been the best episode. Like I said, thank uh, you for joining me, Thank bro. you for having me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this my gosh. so oh, good. Oh, it goes by so quick. I remember when I first recorded for Gals on the Go, you were like, guess how long we've been recording? Like, it goes by so quick. It does. Because you forget that you guys are even listening and we're just like and we're just looking at and, each other having a convo yeah. there's a microphone on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but thank you guys for listening to this episode. Obviously, wait, I didn't, this is the very end, but I didn't even tell them, like, I'll put your Instagram down below. Oh, like, best. obviously, Gals on the Go, but they yeah, already yeah, yeah. know. Like, you guys, if you're listening to this, you, I know you already listened to Gals on the Go anyway, because they're like killing it and just like you guys have been like an og podcast i feel like you guys have been around for so long now you know yeah i think we started a really good time yeah um, we started like kind of I feel like, like you started the whole the podcast wave of, like thing. youtube podcast and everyone started including me because i was like if gals on the go can do it i want to do it like that's so cool like, no you guys are my fun. number one inspiration oh my gosh but Honored. yeah okay that is it for today's episode you guys thank you so much for listening I will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.